Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with you, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, that's at Kilgallen's Pub, Twitter as well, at Kilgallen's Pub. You can follow me, Joe Kilgallen, on everything. Oh man, I am uh, very tired, very tired. This podcast is coming out pretty damn late right now, and um, I actually got to pause it right now because I'm getting some important text about something that I've been putting out into the universe that I need to respond to immediately. So real quick, you don't even know that there's been a pause. I don't even know why I'm telling you. Hold on. Okay, back. So you had to pause it real quick. Important text coming through. Anyhow, if you're listening for the very first time, this is not the episode to listen to. I'm going solo here. I'm checking in with people. That feels like it's ripping off Bill Burr a little bit. But I, um, my, I just had my second child. My wife had our second child. I was there. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I hope I don't gross you guys out or anything like that. But, you know, it's, it's a story because... It is a story. <laughs> um, There's a story, yeah. Anyway, I was at the hospital. There's just hospital shit, you're right. You guys get it. Go back and listen to an episode, a previous podcast, if this is your first time. I suggest the Eric and Nicole Clark one, which was really cool. Her dad was Mr. T. Talked about her dad being Mr. T. Also some really fun comedy shit there and, and some just really cool talk. Um, yeah, some good stuff there. A lot of sex talk in that one, I believe. Yeah, go back and listen to any number of the episodes. I'm a big fan of all of them. And um, yeah, so go to that. Go to the Instagram and Kilgallen's Pub, which I mentioned before, because you got like the highlights there on my own Instagram too. I post like little one-minute clips of some funny shit. The previous podcast with Chris Tranny, I got way too into, that's his real last name, I got way too into Kate Upton. St- started to sound like a real sophomore perv on that one, but it was a fun one, so check it out. On this one, um, I just want to, you know, have a tight little podcast. Um, it sounded kind of sexual, a tight little podcast. What's up, girl? That's too much, Joe. Slow it the fuck down, kid. I don't have a, I, I'm still kind of on my own little self-imposed or required really um maternity leave i call it i know it's paternity leave i like to be fun with it though and i'll get to that because my son was born two weeks ago and uh he's great everything's going well with that but it was a c-section so we did it he was born at 37 weeks as opposed to the full 40 so he's a little guy you know um actually pretty big for 37 weeks so he's like six pounds 10 ounces at birth i mean if he got the full 40 he would have been an eight and a half pound baby for sure because you gain a lot toward those last three weeks that's almost like a pound a week they say and um because it was a c-section though my wife couldn't do any like lifting at all you know there's it's a rough recovery from that that's like a major surgery you know it's it's routine in the sense that they do them all the time now and they're way more common but there's definitely complications and unfortunately there were a few but she's way better now um road to recovery she's strong uh i'm not just gonna kiss her ass i want to kiss all women's asses and i hate pandering i hate those dudes anyone who's listening to this podcast knows the guy someone did this the other day actually louis ck is like making his comeback still and someone posted a thing where they were like fuck louis ck you want to follow comedians follow these and he tagged like 30 female comedians which is great like some of my best friends are female comedians there, there are so many super funny ones out there that you should follow. But a post like that, it's like, dude, get your fucking lips off their fucking tits. They don't want you there, okay? They smell it. Women aren't stupid, guys. They could smell that shit. They know a phony ally or whatever from a mile away. Some guy who's just saying shit and hopes to get into their pants. It's very obvious to me. I mean, I'm not saying that dude was doing it, but I'm saying that dude was most likely doing it. I don't trust it. I don't. I don't trust anyone who... If you go out of way, your, your way to slam your own gender to kiss someone else's ass, I just, it's like the white person who's like, white people are evil, white people are the worst, am I right? Nudge, nudge, Hispanic black guy next to me. You know, it's like, hmm, you, you're hiding something, something hidden there. And a lot of these guys do turn out to be complete scumbag creeps. 
which again, I've said on this podcast a million times, we need to come up with a worse word than creep when describing a sexual predator. But it's happened. All these dudes, the ones that come out and call themselves male feminists, I'm not saying you can't believe in their, their cause. Absolutely, sure. Why wouldn't you want equality for men and women? Like, I'm a father of two boys. I'm going to instill in them that they treat women with respect and, you know, and be good dudes, of course. But if I had two daughters, I'd want those daughters to have the same rights as a son. It goes without saying. It's easy shit. But yeah, I just, I don't trust that. You know, there's something about them. So what I'm about to say right now where I'm going to give a lot of respect to women as a whole is any dude that's been in the room to see a woman give birth to a child, I don't know how they're not immediately like, oh, they're so much better than us, these ladies. How have we not only had female presidents? If you see what they do, unbelievable. The day before we went in for the C-section, I like bent over funny and like pulled like a little rib muscle, which like for sure it was because on a deep breath, like I was in like a lot of pain. Nothing compared to, I'm like, I'm crying and moaning for like three days about it. Meanwhile, she is a human ripped out of her. Ripped is a violent imagery. It's more like, you know, taken, you know, cut them up and good, good thing I didn't see that shit though. They put up a big curtain. They don't let the woman see it either. Can you imagine how gross they'd be just looking down going, oh, cool, there's my guts. Just guts everywhere. Fucking some gory-ass movie right in front of you. Who wants to see that? No, they put up a big, like, curtain thing, and I told them, I go, because I've got a thing, which surprises people when I tell them about this little, I call it a psychosis, this little, like, uh, condition that I have because people see me, and they go, Joe, you are, um, you are all that a man should be. You're all that uh, a man hopes to be. You're beautiful. You've got a nice jawline. You don't take shit from anybody. You'll headbutt a motherfucker on the spot. I've only done that once, actually, but I've, I've never not talked about it. Anytime I have a chance to bring it up in conversation that I've headbutted before, I, I take that opportunity. Because it's a psychotic move. And it, and it fucking hurt my head, too. But I had some adrenaline going. But the next day, I'm like, did I give myself a concussion? Am I going to have CTE later? Because I'm stupid enough to be headbutting people in their freaking jaw. I got lower than the nose because in my head, as I was doing the headbutt, as I'm going forward with this headbutt, I thought, what if I get the nose in the right way and I kill this man? I don't want that. This was a bar fight over some popcorn. You don't want to be killing people over that. That's too much. Which reminds me, I've I've seen videos. People share these fight videos still on Facebook. I thought that fad was over, but I still see some every now and then. My man Ed Towns has been on the podcast a couple times. He shared it. It's every now and then you see these public fights where it's just like, all right, the guy's down, dude. Why are you still hitting the man? He's clearly out. And I know it's usually alcohol and drugs and they're all, they're all fucking jacked up, but damn, dude. And everyone takes their phone out now to, to record it. I think you got to have like a designated phone guy. You know, you have like a designated driver. If you're going out with a group of like you and four buddies, you got a solid group of four, like hangover before they lost the main dude in that movie. And you have one guy where it's like, all right, if some shit goes down, you, you got the best phone. What's that, an iPhone X plus or some shit? Yeah, no, you got to use that one. You use it to, to film it. We will then act like c- civilized members of society and pull the dude off of whoever's about to get killed. That, right? There's always, it's, that's why the ref's there in UFC to knock them, to push them away. In UFC, you understand, though, because the dudes get back up and then you get knocked out later and you're like, what the fuck? I had the opportunity to win that fight. That's what you do for a living. You got to, you know, pop that guy. You got to go down for the hammer punches and, and end that shit. You know, you want to get that fight of the night bonus, which is actually a cool thing that UFC does do. They underpay their fighters big time UFC, but the fight of the night bonus is cool because it's almost an incentive to put on a good show. Where in boxing, sometimes it's like, oh, they dragged it out just for, you know, 
they didn't want the fight done in the first one, so they dragged it out. Where in the UFC, it's the opposite. The fighters have no incentive to drag something out. They, their incentive is to end the shit as early as possible. Anyhow, so I'm back in the, we're back in the delivery room, right? I got, you know, I was saying that I'm a very, I'm known as a, a, a tough dude, right? And <laughs> like such a douche talking like that. You guys know I'm kind of saying this tongue in cheek, right? I'm having some fun with you. But I have a condition that's called vasovagal. And that's how you pronounce it, basically. It sounds like bagel, bagel, but it is not. And it's, uh, some people have it bad where they're like, they're like, they'll be on the toilet and they'll like poop themselves or it happens while they're taking a shit. They like faint. I think that was on an episode of Scrubs. JD, main character played by Zach Braff, was having a situation where he was passing out every time he pooped. So basically, I'll read it real quick to you, the Wikipedia version. Or, oh, no, it's from the Mayo Clinic, actually, stepping it up. But it was the first thing when you Google it. It's a, a, it occurs when you faint because your body overreacts to certain triggers, such as the sight of blood or extreme emotional distress. It may also be called neurocardiogenopa. I can't, I don't know these. The words get Latin and I, I give up halfway into trying to read them. It's a trigger that causes your heart rate and blood pressure to drop suddenly. Now, luckily, when this happens to me, I know it's coming. So I, I, get, I always stop before I actually faint, you know? Like I feel it coming on, I'm like, motherfucker. And then I get where the vision starts to really go. I get blurry as hell. You hear like a ringing in your ears. You get like that bad tunnel vision. And then I go white. But Joe, you're already the whitest person anyone's ever seen. True, very true, but I go beyond white. It's a new kind of pale. I become like a see-through, transparent type of dude. The, the makes the blue eyes pop though. That's real nice. But yeah, and, and whenever it happens, the people who know me, like my wife sees it coming a mile away. Because the way else I'll be like, I gotta get water and then just get up and plow through everybody. If someone's in my way, I, I, I knock them over, stiff arm, you know, right to the ground. I gotta get to that water fountain. But yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like mental. I'll have it when I'm watching TV and if something happens where someone's sick or, or any kind of illness thing, I like imagine me having it and then I get like re- weirded out about it. But I didn't, man. This is why I'm bringing this up. I, I killed it. Now, granted, it for the in the room for the C-section, I'm all scrubbed up. You know, I'm wearing a mask and I got the thing over my hair and all that stuff. You know, because it's an operating room. I uh, I was cool. I held it together there, but you know, I don't really see anything. At one point, I did see some blood, and I was like, mm, I'm fine. And I don't know if I was just the happiness of my my kid being born, and you know, looking at my wife and being like, man, she's beautiful. This is amazing what she could do. But then later, there was some, she had like hemorrhaging and like blood clotting. And then there was a fuckload of, get this everyone, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning this. She lost over half of the blood in her body. Over half. Crazy, right? Yeah, I was freaking out in there for a little bit. I mean, I wasn't, internally I was freaking out. I wasn't like out loud being like, someone fucking tell me what's happening. You know, this wasn't a poorly written medical drama. I was, I was holding the newborn baby. And by newborn, the thing is like 45 minutes old. The thing, my son. Dylan, okay, cool name, right? I really like the name, Dylan Jeffrey. Jeffrey's his uh, grandfather, my wife's dad's middle name. So we got a little uh, grandfather love on both sides. Uh, my oldest son is Matthew Joseph. Matthew being after my dad, Joseph's my name, as you all know. Anyhow, um, so yeah, I got two boys, which is pretty crazy to think of because I got a brother, but we're like way apart in age. So it's cool that, that they're like two years apart. You know, they're gonna be playing sports. Many of these dudes I knew in grade school, they were only a grade apart, those guys. Derek and Dustin Falk, they were cool as hell, though, but, and, they, and they loved playing sports, football, basketball, whatever, and I was, I was jealous at the time, being like, man, I wish I had a brother who was like 
close in age like that because then you could work on shit. It's like, dude, grab your glove. I'm going to go throw you some sliders. And if you're the older brother and the younger brother's like, well, I don't want to throw sliders. Well, you're going to fucking throw this. You know, you kind of big brother him a little bit. That's how you got to do it. So, yeah, I was freaking out internally because there was like seven doctors in the room. And anyone who's been to a hospital lately knows it's the nurses who do all the work. A happy Nurses Week that just wrapped up last week. Um, mad respect to nurses. Uh, side note, the nurses at the hospital we were at, I think there's this thing where everyone just thinks nurses are like these old chubby women. No, all the nurses were in their 20s and 30s and, and good looking. It was weird. I remember thinking to myself, this is, do they only hire them? Is there like a perv head of nursing, some dude who's like head of hiring? Maybe it's a woman. Maybe some lesbian who's head of hiring nurses, and she's like, let's get them, let's get them young. I want young blondes in here. Let's go. You know? Maybe that was her thing. It was downtown Chicago, so maybe they have a lot of rich clientele, and they're thinking a pretty nurse is the way to go. I'm making a lot of assumptions on my end here, but it was something that you guys should know, that the idea of being some nurse with weird arm hair, that, those days are done. Maybe it swung back to being a hot girl job again because it was a hot girl job when I was growing up, you know, in my youth in the 90s. Then the 2000s came and I think they became, maybe the hot nurses got, you know, it's a hard job. Maybe you don't age as well. And then they retired and now the new crop is all young and good looking again and it's a cycle, I think. But yeah, when you have that many doctors in the room looking at your wife who you love to death and the mother of your children, you're thinking, ooh, shit, this is a little messed up, you know. I think I'm going to try to keep this, again, I wanted to keep this a tight podcast just to let you know what's going on in my life right now. So far with two kids, it's a little bit, you're a little more tired only because, you know, the one that's two weeks old doesn't really have a sleep schedule yet. My son, the older one, sleeps well, but he's been feeling that good lately, a little stomach thing. So not sleeping much, but happy as hell. It's fun, you know. People come over, they bring you food, which is standard. If you go visit someone who just had a child, and they have another, you know, they have two kids, and you know they're tired, you better come with gifts in hand. Like the three wise men in the Bible. That's, I think that's where people got there from, the Bible. That's why they're called the three wise men. They, should, they showed up with gifts. I'm not even a big, I'm not even religious, but I think that's, that was key right there. See, that's a good foundation for a society. They laid it back there in the good book. Those guys were probably average intelligence, but they showed up with gifts, and they go, you know what, that kind of consideration, you guys are fucking geniuses. You're the three wise men now. So that plays out. So people are showing up with food and, and like, you know, toys for the, for the kids and some clothes. And so, yeah, so that's, that's the way you got to do it right there. I haven't drank in a while. I'm not drinking right now. I had one beer at the Laugh Factory Saturday night or two. I have two. I might have two. And, uh, yeah, because I haven't done much stand-up. That was my first time back this past Saturday at the Laugh Factory. Great crowds. Got to run on my buddy Roy Wood Jr. I haven't seen in a while. Hilarious dude. Check out. He's filming a new show for Comedy Central right now. Web series. I think it comes out this week perhaps and of course the daily show gotta give him a plug because he's always been good to me he's a fun guy to talk to talk about that talk about anything with that guy i gotta get him on the podcast um but yeah so this one also just a little sneak peek for you guys listening right now my other podcast means talking baseball i was able to do and two episodes of that because we just do it over the phone so it's a little bit easier we're at killgown's pub you know i go to the studio we have some drinks it's more of a event um and which is what I love about it. You know, it's really fun to do that. Have some beers with people and just talk about whatever, whatever pops in your head. But I haven't been able to go to the studio. And, you know, I'm not filming this one. I'm just recording this. But for the baseball podcast, we had a couple funny stories from the last one. So I'm going to cut those and throw them on the end of this one. That way it makes it more of a full podcast experience. But I'll still keep it to around like 30, 40 minutes. I'm going to wrap this up in a few minutes there. Um, but big thanks to, you know, people who have said congratulations and a lot of nice posts there. 
hopefully by next week or the week after. Maybe next week I'll have someone show up to my house and we can record. But by within two, two weeks tops, hopefully next week, but two weeks tops, I'll be back in the studio drinking with someone. And maybe I'll get a woman who's uh, a comedian friend of mine, or it doesn't even have to be a comedian, whoever, who's actually given birth on the podcast. And they could really let you know what's up. Because I could just tell you it's painful to go through this, this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we've all seen a movie before, but I really want, I think most of my listeners are male, not positive, but I would like the dudes to really have a strong appreciation for that shit. Um, I know we all like to bust chops and act like, oh, men are better than women, women are better than men, and blah, blah, blah. But really, in that area, guys, fuck me, man. We don't even hold a candle to them. It's not even close what they do. It's incredible. Anyhow, um... And again, that's not like a, no, in that area makes them better. But that's what I'm trying to think. I'm really getting on board with the idea of like, yeah, men are good at these things and women are better at these things. And people think better means, not better, but like, what's the word? Well, all right, listen, we're not equal with everything, obviously. Men are better athletes. That's just a fact. But the things women are better at too, everything just kind of balances out. You know, intelligence wise, I think we're all equal. But there are certain things, like obviously I think men might test better in, in some subjects and women test better in the other way. I forget which ones. Uh, so yeah, see, again, it all evens out. It does not make someone a better person is what I meant to say. If, if you're better at certain things, it doesn't make you a better person than someone who's not as good as those things. I've met people who are not good at anything but are the best human beings you could ever come across. But they don't like really shine in any particular area. I'm not really, I can't think, I'm not, if you're listening, are you talking about me? No, I'm not, dude. Get some self-esteem. Come on, man. All right, now, also, um, then me and James Webb, who's my producer on the podcast, he's also co-producing the album with me, um, doing a lot of the heavy lifting on that end because he's a tech guy. We will be working our asses off on that once I could start getting out of the house. I haven't really left the house much because I have to be here for my wife and, um, and my kids, obviously. So once... Once things are a little bit better and she's back closer to 100%, I'm going to get that album done. Album slash special, I'm calling it, because we also filmed it. And um, for those of you who are Patreon subscribers, this is one big fucking plug right now. This isn't even entertaining anymore. Sorry, guys. If you're a Patreon subscriber, the $6 tier, which is like the mixed drink tier, the $3 tier, which is draft beer tier, you get the bonus stuff like podcasts. I'm start doing some bonus podcasts. It's going to be a great summer for content, guys. Uh, but if you're on the $6 tier, you will get a free digital download of the album before it even comes out. I will send that to you. And so you'll get to hear the whole thing, have it on your phone, have it on your computer, whatever. And then the video version, I'll probably just release to YouTube, a la Andrew Schultz. Schultz. I think it's Schultz or Schultz. I think it's spelled Schultz, but it's pronounced Schultz. Look him up. He's a really cool New York comic. I've never met the guy, so I'm just giving him a plug because I really like what he did, does and what he did in, tar- in terms of... Um, putting his shit out there. I'm a big fan of people who are like, no, I'll just do it this way. I don't need to do it the way I think you're supposed to do it because someone did it that way and it's drilled into my, you know what I mean? Fucking do it your way. And I I like that. So I'm taking a little bit from him on that regard. Um, A lot, actually. Um, He's he's been, you know, he laid down the foundation, said I wish other comics would do what I did. So I'm kind of basically going to do what he did. I've been thinking about it beforehand anyway. (laughs) I have. So I'm probably just going to release the whole thing on YouTube put it in clips, make it tight, um, have some additional video to accompany the stand-up clips. Yeah, I just want it out there. I just want people to see it. So if you like me, when it does come out, share the YouTube clips. Um, tell your friends to subscribe. I'd really appreciate that because I want to start uh, really hitting the country and touring. And, and you know, I can't be away from the kids for too long, so I need to make it worth it more. 
you know, if I could set up my own shows, go into a town like, like in July, I'll be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa on July 12th. That's a Friday. Uh, you know, I'm working a door deal out. So if I sell it, sell it out, then I'm, you know, more money for me, which means I'm happier, which means I do more podcasts, which means everything's, everything's fucking grand. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, that's basically what I wanted to rant about. Um, not really rant, but just give kudos to uh, mothers out there. Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. So, you know, happy Mother's Day to my mom, to my stepmom, to my mother-in-law, to my wife, the mother of my children, to all the moms out there. You guys are all uh, doing the best you can. And, um, and not to say you're all perfect. Obviously, there's, there's some out there that suck. But, uh, yeah, you know, just be, be good to your mothers this weekend if you can. And uh, without further ado, here's a couple stories from my Communities Talking Baseball podcast. And then next week, I'll be back with a guest and we could really get into some stuff because there's a lot of shit going on right now that uh, is worth getting into. And I hope you guys don't think any less of me because I almost pass out and faint a lot when I see blood. But I, I held it together in the, in the room there when there's a lot of fucking blood, I'll tell you that much. It was like a massacre. When they, when they move someone from one bed to another and the sheet they were laying on is just pure red, yeah, that'll make you go, hmm, shit's not fun right now. But uh, everyone's doing great now, so I'm very thankful. And I'm thankful for you guys for listening. So uh, uh, this is a little Kill Gallons Pub slash Comedians Talking Baseball. You'll hear some fun stories coming up right now. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. snow in the game like don't talk to me about uh who's good or not if it's 40 degrees and there's snow yeah it really it's it's one of the most annoying things about baseball and you and i both growing up in the midwest if you guys are listening for the first time brian stein is recording out of los angeles i'm in chicago we do it through the anchor app also you can follow us on itunes subscribe there the podcast is also on spotify stitcher all those good ones we both grew up, but Brian grew up in Iowa. I grew up in Chicago. And how many games did you have get rained out or even snowed out in high school? Oh, I don't remember a snow out, but we had a couple. We... Really? Yeah, because the high school season starts what mid March, and I just but I would like hate late March when we had like a cold game because if you like foul a ball off the handle of the bat like with an aluminum bat when it's cold out <sighs> it's just oh my god like i just got like a bad tingle go through my body thinking about how just the sound and the feeling on your hands that pain it goes getting kicked in the balls <laughs> no, no actually the worst pain is getting hit in one nut for some reason hurts more than both i don't know why i've had a kidney stone i'd rather get hit in the nuts yeah, really? Yeah. I was going to say, nuts, kidney stone, I've never had. Uh, your fingers hurting on uh, you know, a jam shot in cold weather and pregnancy. Slamming and, uh, your uh, finger in the door. Yeah, it's bad. Actually, no, dude, I've, I've been in the room twice for pregnancies, both natural birth and C-section. Oh, and get this, I just realized this. I don't know if I made this uh, observation on the previous podcast. Again, everyone, I'm a dad again. My son will be two weeks tomorrow. Uh, my youngest son, my eldest, is two years. <laughs> it's fun to say my eldest. <laughs> makes me feel so adultish. <laughs> is that uh, I, uh, my older son was naturally born, younger son C-section. So that means the younger son can't run for president of the United States. Is that true? Dude, you have to be a naturally born citizen. 
Oh my god. There's no C sections? You know, I'm joking with this, but it does say natural born citizen of the United States. Get it, you're a C section, you're not naturally born. It's a fun dad joke <clears> I thought everyone would enjoy, but you really had to analyze it, didn't you, Brido? You know what? I'm calling it right now. Dylan Kilgallen is going to be president of these United States. I would love that. I would love that. That'd be great. I'm very proud. Because I'd get, I'd get some access to some cool shit, I bet. You're going to no. cause him a lot of problems, so you have to start scrubbing your Twitter immediately. Yeah, I know. I've thought about that. You know what, though? Have you done a Twitter scrub? This is sports-related, everybody. <laughs> this isn't good right now. I got the Cubs game out in the background, and um, bases loaded. Nobody out for the Marlins, and the Cubs clinging to a one-run lead. No bueno. Okay, yeah, we were just about to start off uh, raving about the Cubs, but uh, I was saying to you, have you uh, done a Twitter scrub? After like a Josh Hader incident last year, around no, game, but you think I better go through mine. No, but I like was looking at my YouTube page and there was a video on there that I was like, "What is this?" And I played it and I was like, "Holy shit!" Getting this off. That's good. I had one, only one tweet where I did use that word. I wasn't like I was saying it like I probably could have defended it. You know what I mean? Where it would have been one of those things where when I become super famous sometime 2020-ish, I feel I feel 2020, second half 2020 is going to be, I'm going to be a big second half in 2020. Um, <laughs> and they do the inevitable, let's go through his old tweets. I yeah. feel like if it was still there, I did delete it. But if it was still there, half the people would be like, oh, come on. And the other half would be like, no, no. You know what I mean? But I could have defended it. I could have like gotten behind a podium and said, listen, said that word because that guy was being one okay and <laughs> <laughs> this is not knock all old men because there's some great old baseball guys that you're like i love this dude but there is still this baseball more than any other sport because it's the past time blah 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 and like, you know it's been around for hundreds of years is this thing where it's like here's how you play the game but before even teaching how to throw they're teaching you how to you know, put your socks up to your knees and yeah. polish the shoes yeah and you got to have the hat like Obviously, I think the uniforms look cool and you should, you know, have some respect for the uniform you want to play as a team. I think looking good's good. I always hated it. I used to umpire Little League games and I would make the kid step out of the box if his shirt was untucked. Huh. You ever had that? Like some nine-year-old comes up. I don't know if you remember that part of Little League where the kid just didn't know how to tuck his shirt in. I would be like, I'll do it quick better. Let's, let's tuck in the shirt. It looks dumb. So, so, yeah, I would be like, I don't want some sloppy kid up here. Because In my mind, look good, play good. And if you're untucked, you're going to be striking out, man. <laughs> and, and, and I'm 17. I got, I got to go meet some people out at, uh, in a Wendy's parking lot and do nothing. Yeah. So uh, come on, man. Let's, let's wrap it up. I can't be here all day. <laughs> yeah. I was one of those umpires that looked for ways to speed up the game. I mean, I'd give batters tips. I'd be like, he throws that first pitch wherever you want it. You got you to be swinging. You got to be swinging. <laughs> I, I did do that Tom Gravin, Greg Maddox strike zone. You got a foot on either way. Yeah. <sighs> I remember one time that, that the one team hated me because they thought I was wrong on a call, but I was 100% right. I was 100% right, dude. And then I, I, I had the old chest protector that you'd hold the umpire. It's not like oh, baseball right. where they're like pet wearing like. Oh, it's a like a shield. Of, it's like a shield. Yeah, it was a shield. Yeah, it was like a big shield. And maybe I had it like a little bit down. There was a foul tip that got me right on the collarbone. Ooh. In between. Yeah, it almost got my. It hurt. It, 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 and I remember the one batter who was like in the deck circle saying, good. And I looked right at him and I just kind of smiled at him 
first pitch he saw when he was in the batter's box was in the dirt, and I called a strike. Uh, one time when I was – That one coach said something, and I go, listen, man, you're more than a coach. you got to be a model for these kids. And I literally said that in the uh, when I, I don't know where that came from because I, I did not talk like that when I was a teenager. That's amazing. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you just you surprise yourself even. You really said that? I did. I one told I, I did I tell one guy too. This was a different game. Some guy was bitching about something, and he was up by like eight runs too. Um, it might have been a border. It was borderline these pitches, but it was like it was the fifth inning, and this team was up by like ten. And I was trying to make the game go quicker because they were up by ten because it was all walks. And he said something, and I said something back, and he said something again. And I go, listen, one more thing out of you, one more word, and you're gonna be watching this game from the parking lot. Mm. And I remember, or I think I said across the street even. We could be watching this from across Irving. Keep that up. So the park was at Irving Central. Chicago reference. What's up? All right. Well, I know Irving Park. You is the great joke where you reference Irving Park and Cicero. I think that's why I liked you right away because I heard that. <laughs> I was like two weeks into comedy and I think I was just at a show, like maybe just checking out a show. And I saw you do that. And I was like, ah, oh, that's right by my house. Maybe he's from my neighborhood. And then your next five minutes were about Iowa. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs>